Welcome to Improve HF Podcast. Listen tips to improve heart health from the experts. Hello everyone. I am Dr. Shravan Kumar, consultant cardiologist at Samraksha Hospital, Varangal. Today, I am going to discuss about a newer drug, empagliflozin, and what is its benefit in patients with acute heart failure. So the empagliflozin I am going to discuss based upon Impulse trial. So, which is a multinational, multi-center, randomized, double-blind superiority trial. Uh, it is done to evaluate the effects of empagliflozin 10 mg once a day orally compared to a placebo in patients with acute heart failure who have been previous, uh, stabilized. So, this trial, uh, they have classified the patients. They have randomized uh, the patients in for empagliflozin 10 mg once a day and placebo after hospital admission. And these people were regularly under follow-up TZ at, uh, on the initial day, then at five days, at 15 days, at 30 days, and 90 days, these people were under follow-up. Inclusion criteria for the trial are, the patient should be more than 18 years of age and who has been hospitalized with a primary diagnosis of acute heart failure. Patient should have dyspnea on exertion or at rest, along with the following two signs like congestion on chest X-ray, or patient having rails on chest auscultation, or if the patient is having clinically re- relevant pedal edema or an elevated JVP. And the patient should be stabilized while in the hospital. His systolic BP should be more than 100 mm HG, and the, there should be no signs of hypotension in the past preceding six hours. There should be no increase in IV diuretic dose for the past six hours prior to randomization. No IV vasodilators including nitrates should be given within the past six hours prior to randomization. No IV inotropic drugs for 24 hours prior to randomization. His NT-proBNP value should be more than 1600 picograms per ml or BNP more than 400 picograms per ml. Or if the patient is having atrial fibrillation, his NT-proBNP value should be more than 2400 picograms per ml or BNP more than 600 picograms per ml. This uh, NT-proBNP value should be measured during hospitalization or in the prior 72 hours to hospital admission. A treatment with a minimum dose of 40 mg of IV furosemide or equivalent dose of other diuretics. Patients should be requiring the dose of at least 40 mg of IV furosemide. So these are the inclusion criteria. And the exclusion criteria for the impulse trial are if the patient is in cardiogenic shock or if the patient is hospitalized for heart failure, primarily due to pulmonary embolism or an acute MI or a CVA, then these people are excluded. And the other exclusion criteria are if the patient in the past 30 days prior to randomization, if the patient has underwent any major cardiac surgery like a PCI, TAVI or a mitra clip, or if the patient underwent any implantation of CRT or any mechanical support device or carotid artery revascularization, these people are excluded. Other exclusion criteria are if the patient is having acute coronary syndrome or MI or stroke in the prior 90 days. So, or if the patient is uh, has underwent heart transplantation or left ventricular access device or IABP, or if the patient is planned for any inotropic support in an outpatient setting, these people are excluded. Other exclusion criteria are if the patient is having severe uncorrected valvular heart disease, if the patient is having a renal dysfunction with EGFR less than 20 ml per minute, if the patient is type 1 diabetic or if the patient has history of any diabetic ketoacidosis, all these patients have been excluded from the trial. Then these people have been randomly assigned to either placebo or empagliflozin. 
and uh, all the if you see the baseline characteristics the baseline characteristics are comparable between the two groups in the first group of empaglifosin and the second group of placebo they have classified uh, almost uh, 265 patients have been randomized to empaglifosin group and uh, 265 patients to placebo group and all the baseline characteristics are comparable between the two groups so then the primary composite endpoint the, if if you compare between the two groups uh, patients who have been treated with empaglifosin 10 mg once a day they were almost 36% more likely to experience a clinical benefit in the composite primary endpoint of uh, for time to death or heart failure hospitalization or quality of life index so uh, the people who are on empaglifosin they showed a clear benefit of uh, 36% they were more likely to experience a clinical benefit in the primary composite outcome benefit was consistent in all the subgroups like if the patient is as having either de novo heart failure or a chronic heart failure patient who, who has uh, decompensated now and got admitted and it is even uh, the benefit is consistent in patients with lv dysfunction less than lv e of less than 40% or more than 40% so there was a clear benefit of empagliflozin in all these subgroups de novo heart failure chronic heart failure and irrespective of lv function it showed a clear benefit in patients with acute heart failure so uh, like this was impulse trial which i have discussed it has shown like empagliflozin is a very good molecule and it has shown a clear benefit in the primary outcome and it is very well tolerated in the subgroups and uh, it is a new upcoming molecule and uh, this uh, this will be a, a newer drug for the armamentarium for treatment of heart failure thank you mm -hmm.